0: You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for eXp agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey,
1: everyone. Welcome to Expansion, a podcast about personal and professional growth here at eXp Realty. I'm your host, Glenn Sanford, the founder of eXp. And each Tuesday and Thursday, I'll be talking to one of our icon agents about their careers, success, and ultimately what inspires them. Today, I'm excited to welcome Will Penny of the Penny Group to the podcast. Hey, welcome, Will.
0: Thanks so much for having me, Glenn. It's a pleasure to uh, be here. It's exciting.
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun putting the podcast together here for the last, uh, probably a month and a half, two months now, we've been, we've been uh, recording and and getting these out and into it and, um, you know, you and I just briefly chatted before we got the, uh, got the podcast going, but uh, you've been in the business, so did I hear right, 35 years?
0: 34, I was 19, it was 1988. So April 18th, 1988 until now.
1: Okay, and so you've seen a few market cycles over
0: the years. Five presidents, yeah, it's, it's been a, nothing's changed. We still have to get up and sell houses.
1: <laughs> there you go, yeah, the houses don't sell themselves and, uh, and, and, and they, they definitely, people, uh, consumers as much as the, 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 we'll say the tech, um, industry would like it to, to, to take place. Um, you know, consumers, buyers and sellers still want to work with people they know, like, and trust with their biggest home purchases and sales. So, um, so our, uh, our careers and our businesses are pretty, uh, pretty solid for the foreseeable future.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's a recession-proof business. We, the houses are selling with or without us. We just have to, carve out our part there there, there you go
1: yeah, yep there's a so now you've been in the you've been a, a, a realtor since you were 19 I think uh, that's right 30, 30 34 years you're you're 53 now so what what is it that you what got you into the business how how did you um, why'd you start at 19 I mean that's pretty early for for a lot for getting into the into the business
0: it's a uh, um I got in for the different reasons than I stayed I got in because I was 19 I thought I could get rich quick and uh, (laughs) so I was working at an auto parts store before I was supposed to start college at Kent State University and this old man came in and he was talking to me and uh, mentioned he knew a broker in Akron Ohio and I could be his Portage County man and uh, that was the county I was in and uh, so I went and met with him and signed up for my classes my mom paid for them and I failed the test once, took it the second time, got in and um, by, so that was probably September of 87, by April, I was licensed, um, sold four houses that year. It took me forever to sell my first one. And then I sold 17 my first full year. And then by the time I was 24, I made Century 21 Centurion Award, which is 60 deals a year without the internet.
1: Well, congratulations. Now, did you, what happened with your uh, your university uh, plans at that point?
0: I scrapped them. I went uh, I went for one semester, took seven hours, and um, had no interest in being there. So I, uh, yeah, I just stayed in real estate.
1: Uh, well, you and I, you and I are both. Uh, uh, I like to say I is a college dropout. So
0: right, I, uh... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well you're a, you're a much more successful dropout than I am.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I well, I was a glutton for punishment. Uh you know, I uh I started about 17 businesses over the years. 15 of them were, you know, disastrous failures. Learned learned from each one of them. A couple of them were were modest successes, and of course then EXP, which really only started, you know, 12 and a half years ago. This was the this was the one that we put it all into, so it's been a lot, a lot of fun ever since. So, you know, now you've been at EXP less than a year. I think you mentioned October last yeah, year.
0: September, sometime we switched. October first is my anniversary date.
1: Okay, and and but uh, already hit icon. Um, you know, maybe
0: I think I hit icon in March.
1: Okay, congratulations. So, so the, the uh, um, so what was it that um, you know what was your career, like what were you doing before uh, eXp and, and what you know, prompted you to, to join?
0: So I uh, had my own brokerage with my wife. She was the uh, broker and we had a team So we never had any independent agents say everyone, we all worked together as a team. I was a team leader. Um, there was, uh, is uh, five of us, they all moved over and uh we sold we sell about 40 million a year in our market our average sale price about 230 so about 200 transactions um 2019 we sold 256 homes it dipped in 2020 last year about 200. so i was i had my own company very very happy it was very profitable for me because we were doing well over a million in gci and i was taking home about 70% of it or so. I've got excellent people. Um, and, uh, you know, I've just had a great team. Everyone's easy to work with. They're all heavy hitters. I've got, it's me and four women, plus a close. So I, I now have a male. I had a guy that came over to EXP and decided to join my team. So we just added someone.
1: Awesome, now, now you've been, um, you know, you, you had your independent brokerage. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that uh, you figured out, um, you know, some particular niches that you've, uh, you've went after and, and, and work well for you. What, what is it that, uh, that works for you? Is it a, have you developed a brand? Is it a sort of strategy?
0: So, um, I went to Joe Stumps by referral university in 1997. And I quickly realized at that point, because as you know, back then there were, I had top producer, but it wasn't, it was, uh, desktop based it wasn't you know it wasn't cloud-based and uh i um i immediately started keeping track of everybody at that point 97 before that i just had them on note cards and i was pretty good but it was that event uh with joe stump that made me realize that referrals is the way to go so um i just went all in on making sure that no one ever forgot me um and that mentality is what got me to exp actually because uh I go to Florida two months a year, January and February. It's my fourth year doing that. And every year while I'm away, I try to think of something that I'm going to change in my business for the better. And I, a lot of fear around these third-party referral companies, uh, uh, Fast Expert, Ideal Agent, Effective Agent, uh, OpCity, they're all trying to make themselves the center to have buyers and sellers reach out to them first so that they can then refer them to an agent for a referral fee. And that's something that we didn't have to deal with in the years past. It's only been the last five or six years. Home light is another one, but it's becoming very, uh, they're getting very aggressive and most of them are uh, backed by wall street because referral fees are, you know, pretty handsome fees. So, and they don't have to sell anything. They just have to place an agent. So I, I was becoming fearful that I was going to lose, or have my business drop because of that. So, I started doing a lot of research and I just started, I, I started a private Facebook group uh, to nurture my past clients in Sphere. And I no one was doing that because I understand all of the, the well, for the most part, the algorithms and how, you, you know, it's hard to get anybody to engage with a personal page or with the business page, but with the group, on the other hand, it's, um, it's designed to engage. And Facebook loves groups because it keeps people on the platform. So I created a group and we've got almost a thousand past clients in there. And then I started, uh, I created a business out of it and I, to help other realtors. And that's what got me connected with Jesse Zagorski because I went on the podcast, uh, uh, what is it? I went on, I did a bunch of podcasts last year. I got introduced to Jesse. Um, my my social, social orchard is the name of the business. And I, that was gonna be my, uh, my residual income. Well, I met Jesse, went on his podcast. He and I headed off. It off. He asked me to go to the build event. And um I went out there reluctantly. I said, Jesse, I'll never join EXP. In fact, I did a podcast in July saying I will never shut my business down. And uh I went out there, listened to Brent, saw all the amazing people that are with EXP. Uh on the way back, my wife picked me up. I said, I gotta, I, I gotta tell you something. She looked at me, I said, No, no, we I haven't cheated on you we're just going to eXp <laughs> <laughs> and uh so the next morning i filled out the application met with each of my agents individually and uh two weeks later we we made the jump so uh but refer my referral based business is what got me here because i was uh being vigilant about making sure that i stayed in touch with my people because lead you you can't live and die by lead generation. You have to create your own and, um, and referral-based, you know, your referral-based business people, you said it, who know, like, and trust you are the ones that you're gonna get the most leverage out of. And we stay in touch with them a lot. And uh, the Facebook group was an amazing, has been an amazing way to do that. And that's what led me to, it's amazing how one thing leads into another, but that's why I'm at EXP. Not because of that, but that's what led me here.
1: Awesome, awesome. Now and. Um... You, you mentioned uh, you know Top Producer desktop. I remember Top Producer seven i. That's when I first used it, and then I think they went to eight. And now, actually, I think another company bought Top Producer just recently. I've been seeing their Facebook ads. Are you still uh, are you are using a CRM uh, or yep. is it what 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 are you? No, using? No, I use
0: um, I use uh, Follow Up Boss. Okay, awesome. And, and See, how do you
1: like that in in comparison to say say to Top Producer? What have you looked at some other CRMs?
0: top producer took their eye off the ball i was a, i was a customer from 94 until two years ago i started with top producer four went to five and six then seven i then eight i went online then they became a subscription-based business um they changed it all up and i didn't like it and then i went to we we bought uh follow-up boss i think at the beginning of 2019 and uh I like it, it's easy to use. Uh, the only reason I didn't jump to KV Core is just too many changes. You know, I just didn't wanna try and figure out a new CRM as well. Uh, right. So we just kept, uh, I mean, it's, it's an amazing resource that you offer the agents for free, but I just didn't wanna change. I'll pro- I might adopt it at some point, but I like Follow Up Boss a lot.
1: Oh yeah, well, and I, you know, I think that uh, a lot of teams, and this was, this was me even when I was running a team, um, I wanted to control my database um, and, and, you know, to some extent, you know, as a team, you want to make sure, even if, you, you know, EXP ends up being the right home for you for the rest of your career, which I, you know, hope it is, um, it's, a, it's, it's nice to be able to know that it's, if you had to, you could move. Um, it's and- nice
0: having it uh, portable. Yeah, I didn't do it for that reason. Um, I just didn't want to have to have my agents that were with an independent company, you know, they, a lot of changes from independent to coming to a structured, uh, company like yours. Um, uh, so we just wanted to keep some, you know, maintain some normalcy. Uh, so we kept follow-up boss.
1: So, um, you, you big referral-based business. Um, mm-hmm. your, your Facebook's a big part. Are you using any other social tools, Instagram, LinkedIn?
0: Um, no, not just ha- haphazardly. Uh, the, I'm not a social media person. I'm very analytical. Uh, Facebook is a utility now. I mean, during COVID, it became a utility. P- what, 60, 69% of Americans are on Facebook almost 80% of Americans 19 and older are on Facebook. So therefore my logic was, I'm very black and white, was if they're on Facebook, that's the platform they're on. Uh, Statistically, people that are a member of at least one group stay on the platform longer. That's why Facebook encourages groups. They give a lot of analytical tools to be able to track engagement and that sort of thing for free. Um, there's no chance that they're going to monetize it because it's already doing what they want, what they want it to do. It's keeping people that that have common interests on the platform, um, schools, universities, uh, hospitals. They all you Fortune 500 companies, they all use Facebook groups to communicate with their people. So I just used that logic and thought, well, if I can flip it around, and be a real estate agent, have my clients in there and post four days a week. We're going to stay in touch with them four days a week now. And there's no other medium that you can do that. You can't call, text, email four days a week, but you can uh, post to a Facebook group. And the nice thing is they're notified. So I just, I was just trying, again, it's the reason I'm at eXp. I I like to take advantages that have opportunities that are provided to me. And I thought that the Facebook group would be a great tool and it has been. So now we can stay in touch with almost a thousand past clients in our sphere daily.
1: Now is there, um, um, what, what type of uh, posts, the, the four posts a week, or what, what type of posts are you putting in there? What's getting the, the most engagement?
0: Good question. So obviously not real estate related posts. That's is it for another time, but real estate agents that are posting things about how quickly homes are selling, how many offers they had, how much over list they are, all that's doing is making buyers feel like they should stay on the sidelines and sellers feel that they should be paying us less. So anyone who'll listen to me, I'll tell them to stop m- making those posts. But we have posts like fun ones, like um, you know, what's, a, what's your favorite restaurant? We, we recommend contractors. They're all questions though. We have uh, like different architectural types and we'll ask what you think of this. I'll have a guess what country this photograph was taken in contest. It's all designed to have people engage so therefore it's not real estate related. They know that we're a realtor already. It's the Penny Group eXp friends and family. So um they know that we're a realtor. My cover photo is my moving truck that has eXp written all over it. So uh you know that that's it, it's all about engagement and leverage and uh it's a tool that we can that's scalable. Uh, because you can post one time and hit 960 people. Is that? And I know you're a yep. tech guy. Does it make sense to you?
1: Well, it makes total sense to me. I mean, um, so, you know, prior to, to EXP, um, you know, I worked for AOL back in the day. So, you know, the...
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, so I, I worked for them back in 92, 93. I launched an online service in Western Canada called Interactive Cafe, which we were going to oh. build a, a network to compete with... Um, with with AOL um, uh, and and then um, and that's why you know to some extent you know launching EXP was fairly easy and we actually used Facebook groups um, as our primary organizational tool for uh, up through two thousand eighteen when we moved um, moved everything from Facebook over to uh, to Workplace so that was uh, um, but uh, you know so for, for for us it made tons of sense. There's always, and, and I, I even basically ask the same question from time to time, which is, um, you know, a lot of agents, uh, as much as we'd like them to use Workplace, um, they don't log on as much as, as, uh, as we would like. And, and yet, so, so we'll actually advertise um, stuff, do sponsored posts into Facebook to actually connect with our own agents oftentimes so that right. we can make sure they see it because we know they're going to go to Facebook. You may not come to workplace but they'll they'll definitely go to Facebook so you know, I'm totally, right. totally with you so are you so are you actively then um, you know looking at you've got 960 folks in there uh, do you have a goal of having a certain number of people at the end of this year in there is there any anything of that nature
0: no it's all about um, quality these are all. All 972 people in there are past clients or our sphere of influence. So these aren't people we don't know. These are people we do know. Um, we've either helped them sell, buy a house, people we know, woman who cuts my hair. You know, we, anyone that we work with, I say, hey, you on Facebook? Yeah, great. I'll send you a friend request, invite you into our group. So basically, I'm able to use it as a social CRM.
1: Oh, awesome! No, that that and that's such great advice. I, I know we've had a couple other people uh, we've talked to and, and um, on the podcast where uh, Facebook is such a huge part of their business or YouTube or what have you. And it's the one that you use. You build the audience whether it whether you have eighty percent of the population that's in your de- that you're trying to um, attract or or even twenty percent. Um, when you think about what percentage of the overall housing market. You know any given agent or team is going to represent. It's going to be a fairly small fraction, and, and it's going to be much lower than the than the um, than these tools have the ability to get you in front of. So you can build you know big businesses with with uh, with these these targeted tools that you know your clientele can either be a part of, come from, or what have you. So it's you know my my way of looking at this is that it's uh, one, it's very inexpensive basically free, um, it's, just, it's just time, and you gotta add some strategy to it. Speaking of that, did, did your, um, when you think about building out these social posts, questions, what have you, is it you individually? Do you have a staff member that kind of works on it? How, how do you sort of build the strategy?
0: I actually do it myself. So right now I'm running my team, selling houses, recruiting exp agents running two facebook groups create all the content for it so i create the content based on what i know it works because i just haven't trusted i don't want it to be commercialized because now i'm actually helping i've got about 60 realtors that have asked me okay we want you to help us grow a group and then so i started a business around it so i i actually now the posts that are in my group they're packaged up and and we have a subscription business where they uh, those posts get posted automatically to you know these other realtors groups for them so then all they have to do is go in and uh, and engage with the comments so I get lots of excellent feedback oh Uh, excellent so the posts I I've created them myself just because I don't want them to be dumbed down or typical posts where they just are static I want them to Elicit a response. That's the whole idea.
1: Yeah, this this kind of reminds me of, of uh, when I was building out. Um, you know, even my teams um, and I'm going back to the CRM side is that you know you have a voice uh, that's unique to you. That I have a, a voice that's unique to me. And if you use canned scripts, a lot of times your your canned scripts are written by somebody. Who's writing it generically, n- not with a particular audience in mind? So, you know, the uh, I remember, you know, all the all the stock top producer follow-up emails, and you could pick a campaign, but then you read it, and it's like that's not me. So then I figured out that here's the email I always send first. Here's the email I always send when I follow up. Here's the right. here's the touch that I I always do, and then I just literally created the touches that were authentic to me and the the one it engaged me more which was helpful but it then also i think you know the the consumer on the other end truly felt that it was it was it wasn't anything canned at least from my perspective and so it worked really really well and people would write us and our team would use it too i mean they would use the campaigns that i'd built and they would they would they you know it was pretty amazing to see the response so given that you've already written them with the idea of being engaging with your audience it's a, it seems like a no brainer for somebody to go hey th- these are working let's let's put them to, put them put them to work
0: yeah obviously i didn't join exp to sell social orchard i i joined exp because i wanted to use my 34 years of experience to help grow your company and create a, an exit strategy for myself that's my um that's a big focus of mine and that's and i again i i think that um i'm i'm a huge cheerleader of exp now which is so funny because for a long time we laughed at it oh it's not sustainable that silly game exp world and now i'm now i'm one of your biggest cheerleaders once i once i once i understood it and realized that you built it differently and you built it so that you could share revenue and ownership that's when it made sense to me. And I never listened to it before because I didn't have anyone in my marketplace that I resonated with. But when I came out to the build event and I met these highly productive agents, that's what I'm like, this is gonna happen in my market. It just hasn't happened yet. And, and I couldn't get back quickly enough.
1: Awesome, <laughs> No, speaking of uh, agent attraction, have you uh, attracted some, some agents to EXP now?
0: I have 17 in my front line and 61 overall.
1: Oh, congratulations. Very short period of time as well. So you're starting to see the the residuals from the revenue share side start to grow?
0: Oh, yeah. It's like an engineer's salary already. I'm pretty excited.
1: Awesome. Well, good, good, good (laughs) stuff. Well, you know, this has been, um, this has been great. Thanks for, for jumping on and spending, um, you know, spending as much time as you have uh, today with me, um, you know, and sharing with, uh, with, agents uh, you know, across the eXp ecosystem. Uh, any, other, any other piece of advice that you would give a, an agent, uh, maybe that's uh, that either just recently or getting ready to join eXp um, before we, we, we end here?
0: I think the sponsor is important or the sponsorship line is important. I spent a lot of time on that. My sponsor is amazing. The resources, being able to get plugged into every, there's so much your com- the company offers. So being able to get plugged into that quickly. Um, but in turn, I mean, in terms of the XP side, in terms of an agent right now, I think we're in for a little change in our market and uh, we can't rely on lead generation. We need to build those, strengthen those muscles that we had to have years ago and have conversations every day, five to 20 conversations with people a day uh, you know, whatever you're using HomeSnap or White Pages or Red X, something to get you names and phone numbers and spend two hours a day making phone calls and then staying in, building a database and staying in touch with those people every day, like I'm doing. That is what will make you have a recession proof career. Awesome.
1: Again, this has been great. And uh, like uh, I like to say, success leaves clues. And, and Will, I think you've left more than just clues today um, for, for, for us, uh, myself and, and obviously, uh, folks at eXp. So thanks again for, uh, for listening everyone and, uh, make sure you check out will at penny real estate, P E N N E Y realestate.com. And, uh, again, take care and thank, thanks again, uh, Will.
0: Thank you very much for having me. You've been listening to expansion tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.